0: You're listening to nothing important. So I was like, oh, okay. I already got my questions. So my question for uh, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould was, can I borrow 10 bucks? And then my my question for <laughs> my question for uh, uh Jonathan Banks was could you ask Vince Gilligan if I can borrow 10 bucks? <laughs> Please enjoy the show. recording
1: i am recording <laughs> all
0: right, all cool. right. ready to go all right here we go <clears throat> so this one will be on both shows dave and just uh nothing important to put together an episode but this will be the discussion piece or whatever yeah and then and then uh, for it's all good man but i'm, I'm not going to do both of the intros i'm just going to go right into talking about what we're doing okay Sound cool? Yeah, maybe I'll do one for nothing important or something. Okay. Do you want me to do the Assault Goodman thing to start off?
1: Yes. All right. <clears throat>
0: it's weird doing it with an audience. I'm trying not to think about it. All right. Wait, hold on. Wait, Ladies. Can't... <laughs> I can't let you do that. <laughs> because because you went on air. Yeah. That was bad. Don't mind the rabble rousers. All right. Ready? Okay. Here we go. All right. We got to get through this. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all good, man. The better, better call Saul podcast. My name is Brian, and with me, as always, is my shoe salesman, Dave. Dave, how's it going, buddy? As a Cubs fan, greatest day of my life. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, my wife was all amped up about it. What? There's uh, they hit like a or no hitter, right?
1: Yeah. So Jake area Jake Arrieta throws a no hitter. Chris Bryant hit a grand slam. The catcher is retiring. He already announced his retirement at the end of the season. He got to catch his first Mm -hmm. no-hitter ever. He picked somebody off. He hit a home run. They scored 16 runs. Like, anything you want in a baseball game happened, and this is the first game that I watched all
0: year. I got to be honest, Dave. I have (laughs) no idea what any of that means. I'm just happy that you're happy. My wife's happy. Uh, So, right on, man. I'm I'm glad that everything went well for you. This would be Um, like
1: watching... Triple H win the Royal Rumble for you? hmm hmm hmm
0: Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, like okay. <laughs> kind of. Dick. Yeah, okay. I no, guess. That's right. Don't
1: give a shit about professional wrestling.
0: Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So ladies and gentlemen what we got going on today it's it's kind of a special uh it's kind of like a special episode for a couple reasons. One, Dave and I got so swamped and so bogged down with the Saul Goodman this year just because of all the cool stuff that's happened, right Dave? Cuz last season we yeah. would just pack everything into one night and it was so much more manageable. But since uh we ended up getting advanced screenings plus the t-shirts plus now we actually talk to like real people. Yeah, like real people instead of us just talking for like a half hour and shit like it, it it's kind of become, you, you know, it, it's get bu- it gets busy for us, right? Like yeah. y- you have a job, you're an audio engineer, you have clients all throughout the day. My real life job, I'm not going to say what it is, but like my real life job, there are a lot of times where like I could be working at three in the morning, right? Right. Right, exactly. So it's been su- it's been super busy for us, but this episode is going to be kind of a dual episode between Not a male escort, Vince. By the way, I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. We'll be adding comments. Vince and Cody, who are Twitter followers of It's All Good Men, are actually uh, in a live chat right now as Dave and I are recording this. So if you hear me reference them. Uh, then that's what's going on. But this is an exciting episode because it's finally us getting back to Nothing Important, which was the first one, and we haven't been able to do it because Saul Goodman got so busy on us that we started replaying uh, classic episodes of Nothing Important. But what's cool about that, Dave, is one, it's kind of funny to hear what we sounded like a year and a half it's, ago. It's funny to hear
1: but, how I produced it and how I mixed it and edited it a, a year ago. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I, mean, I mean, there's been definitely like, growth and like we're, we're kind of like now i feel starting to get in our real actual swing of things right yeah this
1: is like you know it's season two it's it's you know first one's working out the kinks
0: second one's getting a little better and you should peak by three or four right exactly so um so this is the first time that we've been able to record something for that would work with nothing important in a while as opposed to just replaying the classic episodes and right. uh be, before we, we get started uh, about uh, our uh, well, my trip to LA, and we'll we'll talk about that in a second, Dave. Um, it, it's just nice to have something that we're going to put new on nothing important for a while. And uh, I do go on vacation next week, so there's going to be another dark week. I'm just going to post a shit ton of classic episodes because why the hell not? I might the week have after- something. Okay, Dave, you want to post something? Yeah, I'm right thinking. I don't care. Uh, it's your show too. Friend of the podcast, Alex Hoffer.
1: You can hear him on the Michael Mando interview with us. We have a new idea nothing, we're going to try, so I might... The nothing
0: the nothing important version of the Michael Mando interview, not the It's All Good Man. No, he was in the interview. Yeah. Oh, that's right, he was. Okay, he was I'm third sorry, Mike I in it.
1: Fourth Mike in it on the interview. <laughs> all I, right. I, I didn't cut him out, just <laughs> the one <Okay>. interview. <laughs>
0: all right. <laughs>
1: What's with all the blank so, spaces? Oh.
0: So anyway, if Dave throws something up, Dave, go ahead, toss something up. Uh, but for me, I'll be dark next week, and then... Uh, and then coming up the next week, I'm working on more uh celebrity interviews. Dave and I are gonna try to try to uh do some sort of uh podcast for uh the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's called They Alive, Damn It. They Alive, Damn and it. And as I underst and as I understand it, Dave, you're working on a theme song for that, right? Yeah,
1: I'm working on a theme song. Um I'm trying to emulate the original theme song, but I'm not really sure which way I'm gonna go with it yet, but it's been a fun experiment for me as an audio engineer, I'll tell you that much, because I'm trying to do that auto-tune the news, songify this thing that's going on.
0: Gotcha. So, okay. And yeah, We'll cool. see what happens. Cool. Right on. So uh, anyway, uh, we were able, we got invites this season to go sit in with the audience of Talking Saw, which airs live after the finale of uh better call Saul, and everybody was asking me about the process and the trip and everything that we go through. So we figured that'd be kind of the subject of our discussion tonight. Uh, Dave has some last minute things come up and so he he wasn't able to make the trip but dude, we we missed you so much. We missed you so much. Uh,
1: I know and I, I know that the guys that went in my stead as my surrogates I haven't seen in a while either so
0: I was, wish
1: I would have been there.
0: Yeah, but it's okay. Well, hopefully, with any luck, we'll get another invite next season. And who knows? Who knows what other uh, cool stuff is going to happen between now and then? Because you know, made a couple cool contacts, talked to some people, and uh, we we do all right because of our awesome listeners. For it's all good, Men. So I'm I'm sure there'll be more. Uh, there'll be more opportunity out there. But just know you were missed and you were not forgotten, my friend. I appreciate it. Forgive me for not for looking at my phone. I'm actually
1: texting about work tomorrow.
0: Okay, it's cool. The it's cool. Joys of it's, a uh, freelancer. Yeah, we'll just edit. We'll just edit all that out in post. Yep. <laughs> all right. So uh, anyway, Dave. So uh, pretty fun trip. Uh, this is kind of funny. So there was two gentlemen that came with us, and you've heard them on various uh, episodes of Nothing Important podcast. We had our friend Fink and our friend Tim, who went in Dave's stead and uh, <laughs> so the the first adventure was we get to the airport it's about 4:30 in the morning we're at Chicago O'Hare Airport on a Saturday morning for uh, you know and we flew super high class Spirit Airlines I paid the extra <laughs> 25 bucks to get the exit row so I got like the extra nine inches of uh, of seating and we get there me and Tim are all ready to go and our friend Fink turns out he actually booked his flight for the wrong days. So he drove <laughs> He He drove two hours from where he lives in central Illinois to be at the airport with us at that time in the morning. Oh man. We line up for security to get our bags checked. And uh sure as shit, he scheduled his flight like the wrong fucking day. Oh geez. So Mr. Authority
1: on Everything.
0: Yeah. Mr. Attention yeah. to detail. Absolutely. And, and what made it even better is uh Uh, We were already running late and we only had like maybe 20 minutes to get like across the terminal. So then he had to go back. He had to go back, get in the spirit line, pay an extra 200 bucks. Oh, God. And then then come back and stand with us in the security line. So, of course, we let him cut in. Uh, My wife just walked in. Hi, wife. (laughs) so anyway so uh it it cost him 200 bucks and then the beauty of it is it cost him another hundred dollars on the other side because not only did he book the wrong flight out but or yeah the wrong flight to la but he booked the wrong flight back to chicago so one fell swoop his uh super cheap (laughs) spirit flight turned into like a delta airlines flight or something it became really really expensive for him that's awesome Uh, so yeah, it, it it was totally cool. So just some notes before the uh, talking uh, saw thing. Uh, we, uh, I I know that there's people that listen to our show from California, and everybody tells me that the California pizza is terrible. Yes. And uh, it is. It is freaking terrible. Did you try? I ordered. Dude, you should have hit me up. Why?
1: Because you're in Mel's Stomping Grounds. I knew where to go. Oh, I don't know. We What I did was. It's just a well, Pollo well, first- Loco in and an Out Burger. I mean, that's it.
0: Well. Once we once we finally checked into our Airbnb, um, we ordered. <laughs> My wife's uh, being hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, we ordered Airbnb, and or we. Once we checked into our Airbnb, we ordered pizza, and I picked, like, how bad could it be? Like, the highest-rated Yelp review for where we were, because we were right in the Fairfax district, right around the block from CBS Television City, which is where we had to go. And I'm like, oh, Mamas and Papas, four-star, you know, four-and-a-half-star rating, highest-rating pizza in the area. I got it. It was the worst pizza I ever had. Then I had the chicken wings and instantly got food poisoning. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, like, first day there, throwing up, feeling sick. And then what even made it worse is, like, I'm still being a trooper, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I took, like, an hour-long cold shower, and I was ready to go out that night because we were going to try to hang out with our friend Owen Benjamin. But then the two people that I came with, Tim and Fink, both fell asleep till about 10 o'clock the next morning. So we never even got to go out the first night we were there. No you know, a <sighs> bunch of fucking amateurs. Trying to, try to party like you're in your
1: 20s again, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Because well, when we were in our what 20s, happens. it was the same thing. You just, the times were shifted you know right. four hours later
0: right you know and i think uh i think we all just had really to be honest with you between the jet lag and the 14 dollar bloody marys on spirit airline <laughs> i think the numerous 14 dollar bloody marys on spirit airline i think uh one sec <whistles> <laughs> my wife's flashing me by the way off camera of course <laughs> cody and vince i'm glad you're here my wife is just off camera flashing me <laughs> Oh, Vince nice. So, the prices break your nice. spirit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um so the next day comes and we just kinda tool around and we we went to Venice Beach and all that. And uh Did you the walk actual- the sorry, did you walk the boardwalk? We did. We passed Muscle Beach. Is the freak show uh, still lot- there? Yeah, the freak show's there. We didn't go oh. in, but Muscle Beach was uh Unimpressive and a lot shittier than I thought it'd be. Like it looks like uh, they bought all their outside equipment at a thrift shop.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, like it's been for outside so- for how many years? I mean, would, right? You were there. You so you would have been there on a Monday, right? Or did you go on Sunday? Yeah, Monday. I,
0: no, I actually think it was Sunday morning. We walked past it after oh. we flew in. Oh, okay, or Airbnb.
1: I went there on like a Saturday afternoon. I actually went and saw Django Unchained. So whenever that came out, mm. and uh, it Got was them. it was pretty cool. I enjoyed the experience. There's a lot of people. A lot of yeah. people there.
0: Yeah. So, um, uh, nothing really too eventful. We went to In and Out Burger, which apparently you have to do at uh, when you're in California, and it wasn't actually that bad. I was actually pleasantly surprised. I mean, it's not like the world's greatest bit burger, like everybody makes it out to be. No, but, uh, I mean, it's, but it's it's it's, it's different. like somewhere
1: between. It's not home, you know. It's not what we get around. Right. right? It,
0: it's like it's like somewhere between uh, Wendy's and Five Guys. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, no, pretty oh, much no, where no. It sits.
1: No, I don't, like totally, totally. I don't like five guys i don't like five guys um i would no, i would s- put it between s- like mcdonald's and the place in town here there's <laughs> a pizza place with awesome burgers around here it's weird but um m burger anyone in chicago is that's curious about in n out burger it's m burger is a copy of in n out burger yeah okay
0: animal style well, did you go you animal know- style Dude, I don't even know. I just, it, there was so many, the thing, that, the, here's what I noticed about In-N-Out Burger. Uh, not only is it really packed, but Asian people love to save all the tables at In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> so it's like everybody's standing, but every table had like one really old Asian person sitting there trying to save the table for the rest of the other <laughs> old Asian people. It was like, they wouldn't let anybody sit down. So, I mean, they had a, like a game plan. They had it all planned out. They were like trading off, getting Cokes, and you know, like drinks and stuff. So... <laughs> Uh, the biggest thing they about that—I'm sorry—they just wanted it more. Pretty much is what it was.
1: The biggest thing about that place is the potatoes, the French fries.
0: Yeah, French fries are pretty yummy. Yeah. Well, they cut—they so, cut, they uh, cut
1: the potatoes straight into the deep fryer. There's no. Oh, they're fresh as shit. No, they, no, fr- I got gotcha. it. They literally okay. cut it cool. and it falls into the deep fryer. It's, that's why the fries are so good.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Well, you know, it was a good experience, and then we found like a hole in the wall bar, and we got kind of drunk before we headed to the studio. <laughs> to to see uh Which you guys are saw. you guys are want to do yeah as we are want to do and uh that's kind of when the experience really began it, it was really cool for us and i, I got to be honest um Cody and Vince uh you guys only know know me from what you've heard you know like on the podcast and stuff like that but like uh like not to talk myself up but i'm sure Dave will attest anytime i get to do something cool or i plan a trip i always try to plan how i can bring so many people with me, you know what I mean. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, but you, you are we, you are like the the chaperone
1: a lot of times. Yeah. You're the organizer. You you get shit done, my friend. You get shit done. Yeah,
0: and um, so we we go in line. And there's already like a line of, of maybe like twenty, thirty people, and so we stand in the back of the line. And this lady walks up to us, and she's like, "What's your name?" And we tell him our name, and she's like, "Oh, well." You, you're gonna come with me. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like AMC guy hooked us up. But no, we just got to move to the front of the line. So it was <laughs> So it was it was better. It was better than nothing. We got like the cool black, uh the cool black wristband as opposed to the hot pink wristband. So it means we got to go in and pick our seats first. So uh nice our AMC rep <laughs> exactly, Cody. Cody says that's super fancy, and yes, it is. So um so this guy named Ryan. Our AMC rep name is Ryan. So Ryan gets up and he tells us how everything is going to work. They confiscate cell phones, which is why, uh, which is which is why um, I, I didn't get pictures. I told everybody I tried to take pictures and stuff, but they confiscate your cell phone and they explain it because they were like, well, you know, you guys are about to go watch the finale. We can't have people texting or about the finale before it airs. So everybody, give me your shit, right? Wait, what? So what time did the, this didn't happen? Like live? No, this was like well, it, it gets to that, but like at this point, it was five in the afternoon, okay. LA time. Okay, so that would have been like about an hour ahead of time. Yeah, four. So it's kind of cool. They they will you in, and uh, they they sit us in this area between the politically incorrect stage with Bill Maher and The Price Is Right. So there was, like, just some dead space, and they wheeled out, like, a 100-inch projector, hmm. told us that uh, we're going to get to watch, uh, you know, the the finale of season two, Better Call Saul. That's why they took our phones, and people are going to, you can write down questions to ask Vince Gilligan and David Gould. Peter Gould. And, uh, P- sorry, Peter Gould. <laughs> I know a guy named David Gould. And Peter Gould. Robbie and, Gould. Uh, and the, the special guest for the night. Is um Jonathan Banks, uh, Jonathan Jonathan Banks? So I was like, Oh, okay, I already got my questions. So my question for uh Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould was, Can I borrow 10 bucks? and then my my question for (laughs) my question for uh uh Jonathan Banks was, Could you ask Vince Gilligan if I can borrow 10 (laughs) bucks? And if you don't believe me, I'll post a picture of it because I I brought the question. I (laughs) I believe you. I
1: I I believe you. I can vouch for that.
0: Right. But it it's so weird. So me, our friend Tim, and our friend Fink were all sitting there and like like there's really only like fifty people in the audience. It it was not very many people. I kind of picked that up from
1: watching it. It like the you know, the sound of the applause and stuff. I figure
0: it's kind of a small group. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of fun because uh, you know we're like in between the studio sets so you can see like through the back window of uh of uh Bill Marsh uh, show you know and then like to the right of you is like all the uh all the um prices right stages you know and they all kind of compact together because they just shift them in and yeah. out all show and such. so I, that was Rock, neat. I know how it goes Right. Right on. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, like I was, uh, the guy, make, uh, Ryan makes an announcement. He's like, well, uh, nobody else has seen this, this, uh, final, final screening. And I totally want to be like, <laughs> I did like, you know, like we're all like winking at each other. Like, <laughs> uh, Cody wants to know how, uh, how tempted I was to spin the wheel. I didn't actually get to see uh any of the mechanics of it except for uh the uh plinko. the mountain hiker the mountain ah uh, no not plinko the, the, the mountain climber? showdown yeah it was like a, it no. was like his 40th the mount whatever the mountain climber was yeah yeah, like, yeah whatever the fuck he is yeah i got to see him and it's it's funny because they have like this big sign that said the mountain climber turned 40 oh, nice this week take a take a picture with him but they but they took all of our cameras so you couldn't. It was just kind of like an oh. The like, one let's, time let's,
1: it's inconvenient to have the the camera actually on your
0: phone. Right. Yeah. So it's just like oh okay cool. But like, we we saw that. So anyway, so there's like an intermission because then from there they move you upstairs to where the studio is, and uh, there you go cliffhangers. Thank you, Vince. Uh, so they they take you up these big ass stairs to the studio where Talk is actually filmed. But there was about 15 minutes in between then. So, uh, everybody could go out and get a pop or something like that and hang out a bit before you go upstairs to the, you know, view the taping. And, uh, I'm talking to Ryan from AMC and I'm like, Hey man, you know, like, thank you so much. I'm, I'm Brian from It's all good, man. Thanks for hooking it up. And I'm just talking with him. He's like, Oh, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, glad you guys can make it. You know, just answering questions as such. We get to go upstairs to, um, to the filming and uh we're sitting there and somebody's yelling, Brian, Brian? And then they starts like saying my last name. Like, and like Tim is poking me. He's like, Hey, I think that guy's talking to you. So I turn and I'm like, Yeah, I'm I'm Brian. And he's like from uh the It's all good man podcast. And I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, Well, I'm Ryan from AMC. So was, I was talking to some guy as if he was him because his name was coincidentally with Ryan. So like the Uh, ryan ryan the (laughs) show because i'm just imagining the story
1: like the the guy's probably like "Mm, yeah yeah whatever dude yeah but i'm I'm thinking thinking he's big time in you or whatever
0: no he he (laughs) totally played it off he's like oh yeah great you know glad you guys can make it you know i'm like no i just i'm like i wanted to shake your hand because it's cool everything you've done for me and he's like oh yeah no problem it wasn't even really ryan the amc guy until i met him afterwards and i'm just like Wow, that guy not only was really good at playing it all off, but I guarantee all night he's going to be like, "All right, this fucking crazy guy!" I like, kept <laughs> acting like I gave him the world, you know, because I was trying to be really appreciative, and uh, it, it was totally, it was totally the. Uh, well, no, the I want to meet Ryan
1: too if he's <laughs> that good at playing shit off, because you know that's something that we would have done.
0: Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> I I don't know if you guys know this, but back in the day, Dave and I, you know, we were acquaintances of Peter. From Epic Rap Battles of History. And I'm even talking to the first Ryan guy because he looked exactly like Pete from Epic Rap oh, Battles. Really? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, you look you look like a guy we know. Pete Shukov from Epic Rap Battles of History. You look just <laughs> like him, kinda act like, because I thought I had the connection of us emailing back and forth for the past few months. Right. But no, that guy was just playing it off like I was his buddy. It was and but it was totally the wrong fucking guy.
1: That's so funny. Oh, good stuff.
0: So, so, uh, we're, <laughs> we're, um, I, and I, I, go over and talk to Ryan from AMC and he's, he you know, like, like now I'm putting two and two together, but I don't tell him that I already talked to the other Ryan. So, you know, like, I'm just like re going over everything with him. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, thank you for giving us like advanced screenings. Cool. With the t-shirts, you know? And, and then he hits me with, uh, did you like the finale? And I was like. Yes, yes, I did. Which, <laughs> which, which, <laughs> which, well, we which did. I did. I mean, I mean, it's 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 good, but um, it, it's just not what I thought it. You know, you know, like I'd like it to have a little bit more punch. And I said that at the end of the first season mm-hmm. too. You know, it'd be nicer to have a little bit more punch. Yeah. Uh, Cody, it uh, must have just received his T-shirt, so no problem, Cody. I'm glad you could win one. Um, so. Uh, you know, but like I, I didn't tell him that. I was just like, Yeah, I did. <laughs> and then it's kind of sat back down. We're such
1: bad bullshitters. And, like we, right. we're too like and, honest and transparent sometimes to be, you know, like
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and uh and so I sit down and I'm like doing like just rubbing my forehead laughing. And uh Tim's like, Well what'd he ask you? I'm like, he asked me if I liked the finale and he's like, what did you tell him? I'm like well, I I didn't lie to him. I I did like the finale, but now I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast because I don't. I hope I didn't come off as overly harsh. But then I'm like, you, you know what? You got to respect my honest opinion. You know what I right. mean? Like like I'm I, I can't say everything is. It's perfect, and I, I don't think there'd be any sort of reprisal, because it's not like I even really like trash it or anything like that. But like, I got the feeling that no, we like put, poor we Ryan put all that on Owen, <laughs> right? I want to. I, I think like poor Ryan really wanted me to like gush over it, you know? Right. But And I mean, I'm totally if he's listening, I'm totally appreciative of, of, of everything he did. But when he hit me with the with the question, I was just like. I I can't even lie because he probably listens to the podcast (laughs) so (laughs) so, (laughs) and making sure I'm doing everything right. So, like, Ryan, if you're listening, number one, you're awesome. Two, Mm. sorry, I mistook the other Ryan for you. Three, yes, I really did like the finale. Just me personally, it would have been nice to have a little bit more punch. But uh, I I do. I I I totally love the show. We established it. We liked it except for the
1: blue balls, you know. Exactly. As, as, so, you know,
0: yeah, we, we we said, yeah, whatever. I said my mind was so blown it,
1: at certain parts of it, so.
0: Right. So they have, like, a a countdown as it's going into Record Live, and they're doing, like, the promo where it's like, hey, I'm Chris Hardwick, and coming up we have uh, blah, 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 blah about the ending of Better Call Saul. And, and, like, we had to do that, like, three times. And in between there they had, like, some comedian who was just keeping keeping things going between when it was airing. mm mm-hmm. Right and uh and between the segments so every time there was a commercial or a segment or that better call salt live quiz that they had and all that yeah. um the comedian would talk to the crowd and keep them going and then lead in claps and booze or whatever you're supposed to do right Right. so even though i was the, i was the first person in for vip seating there was two rows of people um two rows of people in there ahead of us who were contest winners So, like all the contests you see on TV, these people actually won it, and they were talking to them. And there was one guy who, uh, I I guess this like was really overzealous and like, look, I was like (laughs) pumped to be there. I I was like super happy, you know. Laughing
1: at Vince's question there.
0: uh, Vince wants to know: Is it possible for Chris Hardwalk? Uh, Hardwalk. Let's try that again. One, two, three. Biz uh, wants to know if it's possible for Chris Hardwick to talk any faster. And uh, no, I, I I don't know. That was like his speed for everything. Even when he talked off of it, he just like rattled stuff up. <laughs> oh, th- so uh, this is kind of cool, actually. On a side note, when we were waiting in line to go into the studio, Chris Hardwick like ran by the line, right? And then right as he had to do the first promo for coming up in five minutes. Uh, Talking Uh Saw, he, like, came running in, and they said, well, the reason why he came running in is because he's actually recording his other show, (laughs) and just as that ends, he records Talking Uh Saw live, but because he had to do the promo, he, like, was on a commercial break for his other show, ran over, did the promo, left, finished his other show, and then came back to that studio and and did Talking Saw live. So I guess he just works like crazy um so anyway this this guy in the audience um i i guess just really wanted to be part of the show so it was kind of weird you know because like jonathan banks is like just kind of hamming it up and he's like he's like yeah glad everybody could be here right and everybody just kind of claps like oh that's cool he acknowledges the audience and then this like one guy was (laughs) like (laughs) no we're glad you could be here mike And like, you just feel everybody like, okay, well, that's cool. The dude's just like super excited to be there. Right. Like, okay. But he did that like 20 times. So like, like by the end, like you remember the comedian I was talking about that came in between the episodes Mm -hmm. was like, Hey, where are you, where you from? And he said where he was from. And the comedian's like, so, uh, how was the, uh, how was the weather where you're from? And instead of just saying like, Oh, 60 degrees. He started going off on like this big tangent about what it's like to live where he's like, from. out of green screen. And, like, well, see, we have a high pressure area coming in from the north, <laughs> and when this, this- you, could, you you could almost feel the comedian though just being like, uh, "Dude, like, just give me like a number so I can continue my shtick right. before the commercial comes back out." So he he was, it, it got to a point where uh, watch him be a listener. By the way, it's going to be hilarious. He's going to fucking write me emails, whatever. So. um yeah, uh, Cody says I'm sure that was real awkward. And uh, yes, Cody, it was. So, <laughs> so um, taking it hard the pain. It, it got it got to the point where like he he was playing along, but I think he wanted to be so much in the moment that he wanted to be a part of it mm-hmm. and have actual interactions. So, I mean, I guess good for him. He was making it happen, right? But it really like kind of killed the vibe a lot of times. And like towards the end of the taping, which was like an hour. It was like an hour and a half because then they did a web show afterwards. But there was points. It was like one of those things. Like he would talk and everybody just be like, <sighs> "You know what I mean?" And like I was just like, "Okay, dude, like just let the like the people whose job this is like do their job. Like don't try to don't try to bogart it. You know what well, I mean?" It's like the, the other so,
1: um, the other week when I went and saw Harlan Williams do stand up and he had a heckler and nobody laughed and he just goes, "You see how hard comedy is."
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly the best (laughs) comeback. Yeah, so um, hold on, we're gonna pause recording while Brian drinks another beer. Oh, let me get a little drink of milk here. Does the body good. Milk is what my babies drink, Dave. Yeah, well, I drink milk from your mom's boobs. Cody and Dave, uh, Cody and Vince, are you guys having fun watching us be jackasses?
1: (laughs) Milk was a bad choice. All right, cool. Another benefit of I'll listening to, to be... us while we record, because I'm going to say something off the air about the Chris Hardwick thing, is that when uh, when Owen and I were setting up the uh, interviews or you know the the co hosting jobs, he called Chris Hardwick the human Adderall pill. Really? Just because it keeps was, going? <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good for him, though. I mean, like, I I have a huge respect for people that that I'd hustle rather be and, like, and work hard. I'd,
1: I'd rather be like that than like me, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather be
0: i'd rather be chris hardwick than me (laughs) freaking er walking in (laughs) hey guys
1: okay i'll get to that in a second what's with bob being show? oh okay okay i was thinking about the episode not the show okay and for for uh, the record i i purposely had brian not tell me any of this until we recorded it so all my reactions are in fact genuine
0: All right, you ready? Back to the show. Ready? One, two, three. So anyway, it was kind of a surreal experience uh, being actually in the studio audience watching because you're you're really super crammed and they have like that crane camera uh-huh. like where, that they use to record everything and it's like swooping back and forth to get the camera angles, but they tell you not to stand up because the crane is going to hit you mm-hmm. and that's definitely true. It was like less than a foot over your head oh, wow. at all times, so it was like almost like cluster phobic as it was swooping around and mm. like... There's an angle that they do where the camera is like down at the table. You know, like looking up at the guest on the couch and uh so like it when it swooped down it was like right over the top and right in front of the front row of the audience to get the angle and then back up and I was just sitting there thinking like man they're going to hit somebody with the camera. But but they never did. Those totally, guys are pros, uh, man. A bunch of Yeah, totally. Those guys make union so, scale uh, they earn that money. Yeah, and I, it, it was yeah. It it was live and no retakes. Uh uh Vince Gilligan seemed pretty cool during the uh commercial breaks and stuff. He would talk about the writers and some of them were there, so he'd bring out the writers. Oh, that's cool. And such, and everybody uh, yeah, totally. Everybody could clap for him. Yeah. And uh just went went through the entire show and it, it was such a weird mix. Like I was I it, like it it was almost like a little too long to be there live, you know, just because you're cramped. Mm -hmm. in the studio because like there is no room i felt bad because i sweat from my armpits really bad and like on one side i'm touching my friend tim and on the other side there's some chick that i've never met before in my life and she's her her shoulder was probably all wet from my (laughs) armpits just put your arm around her and (laughs)
1: let her ride man yeah it was bad
0: (laughs) so embarrassing (laughs) so it's it's um, the curse of being a fat guy (laughs) <laughs> exactly, uh, Vince says, "Better feel sweat, indeed." <laughs> so, so it it was kind of cool. They go through the show, and uh, and then at the end, uh, Vince was asking about uh, Bob being in the shadows. Even people in the studio couldn't see him, you know, and, until Chris Hardwick was like, you know, and thanks to Bob, uh, Bob uh, Odenkirk. Odenkirk, we wish you Yeah, is he here? Is he here? And I'm like, oh, that motherfucker's totally here, and he came like running in. And uh it, it was striking what he looks like without his makeup or his hair dyed. Because his hair is like white. And, and you know, he's gotta hair. be in his in his mid fifties mid fifties now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Yeah, they, but they it, really it was cool seeing him.
1: They they do a good job making him look a little younger. A little, totally. a little younger
0: younger. Totally. Yeah, so but it was cool. Uh he, he came over and talked to the audience and such. And uh and uh our friend Fink, I was so happy for him because Fink is a longtime friend of mine. I lived with him for years. Just a super stellar dude, and when a spot opened up, I was I was so happy that he was able to to come last night. I was happy he that he was fucking, the one
1: that could take my spot. You,
0: yeah, yeah. E- even though he booked his flights wrong, I'm glad that he got it all worked out. <laughs> and uh, he he said uh, what made him most excited. He's a big fan of Chris Hardwick, <clears throat> and he's a super big fan of Bob Odenkirk back from the uh, you know Mr. Show days. Uh, what? Yeah, from the Mr. Show days. Yeah. So it was just funny seeing him. He's like, if anybody would have seen me, they would have thought I was a teenage girl in an Sync concert because I was less than like 10 feet away from Bob Odenkirk. And he's like, and it was so great for me because I've seen it in real life that Bob Odenkirk and Chris Hardwick are actual people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Good point.
0: Yeah. So, I, I mean, uh, that, that was pretty much it. Uh, you know, and then they they wrapped taping. And uh and we left, uh, but I did get a couple cool prices. Oh yeah. Um, you know on the show they had the uh, the squat cobbler t shirt? Yes. Yeah, I got a squat cobbler t shirt. No shit. And yeah. And I also got uh the Better Call Saw book called Don't Go to Jail <laughs> about how you shouldn't go to jail. So, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So overall it, it it was a super, super uh cool experience and then the next day we just did shit like uh we went to the uh, art museum we went to the la brea tar pits which is something i wanted to see since i was like six years old (laughs) you know what i mean because i'm like a big dinosaur fan yeah totally so overall it was it was a really good time and i i really can't thank amc and ryan from amc enough for giving us you know the opportunity to do that and I i was telling people out there um because we met up with one of our friends' friends, and I, and I was telling them out there, um, I I never thought that one we would ever make money off podcasts, or two that we would ever get to do something so cool. And for some reason, people listen to us, and that that's given us the opportunity. Like for me, I think I've said it before. Like even like fuck going out to L.A. Just the fact that like they would give us t-shirts to hand out to people. Mm-hmm. Like, and even though the shipping comes out of my own pocket, like, I still think that's all, like, that still makes me happy that yeah. like, like, you know, like, I, I don't like to talk about anything I've ever accomplished all that much, but I, I was actually like, you know, visibly proud because I was like, well, look, look what I did. I gave my friends a reason to go to LA, yeah. you know, these, these people that listen to us, like I, I could at least pay it back a little bit and send t-shirts out, exactly yeah you know, and, and, and then the. Advanced screenings and the Talk of Salt tickets were really like the the icing on a cake. So it was super cool. And I'm super appreciative. And it, it just makes me want to work harder uh, for the next year.
1: Which is why I try to do my end of the bargain, which is make us sound good. Right. That's really absolutely. all I do. I, mean, I just make a sound good.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, even the fact that they say, we have our own podcast, please cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> Wait what? Happened? Actually, the, no. Cody uh, or uh, Vince is—he's uh, making a joke, it's like as if they were oh. gonna kick us off for doing yeah. Because they, because they have the better po- The th- we're like the better Better Call Saul podcast, but I, I guess the official Better Call Saul podcast would be the better, better Better Call Saul podcast. But
1: no, it's not. This, you you don't add a better, you take away a better. They were just the better call salt right we are the
0: guy yeah, yeah okay
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh overall overall pretty cool and then uh yeah. and then we got drunk Tim and Fink and I we were we we had some time to kill before going to the airport and uh my buddy Fink ran into um uh Ro- Henry Rollins on the street oh my god god yeah. damn it See, that, you were supposed I was pathetic. supposed to
1: tell you to, we should try and talk to him Okay, I'll reach out. I was just I was just having a conversation with somebody that said that Henry Rollins is great on podcasts. He's got a new movie out, and he'd be awesome to talk to. And he likes doing them. Yeah. So yeah.
0: well we we, we ran so, into him so on Fink the So Fink ran into like like
1: ran into him
0: or just like in yes, passing? Because he was because he was playing with his phone and there was this like <laughs> not big guy, but like, you know, a white haired dude like talking to some people on the sidewalk in front of some shops oh, and ran into him. He's stout. Yeah. And uh Fink ran into him and I didn't even know who it was, but uh Fink just goes uh he just goes uh holy shit I just ran into Henry Rollins and I'm like wait like literally and he's like yeah that dude i bumped into that's henry rollins so i looked (laughs) up on the phone so sure shit so we ran into henry like literally ran into henry rollins yeah it was was a lot of fun and and then we got drunk went to the airport and um i just want to scream i'm a liar at henry rollins one
1: time in my life i think i would like oh yeah
0: i'm sure he has i heard that a million times (laughs) i'm I'm super
1: original and clever
0: (laughs) so it um so it was super cool, and like I said before at the beginning of all this bullshit, uh, Dave and I are actually recording this with—we're uh, kind of trying this new thing, Blab, recording it with uh, people hanging out with us tonight. So, uh, Vince and Cody, do you guys have any any questions about anything, or are you curious about anything that went on? And you know, if not, like now's the time to do it. If you have any questions for Dave and I, not where they're not that we're that cool, but we'll be able to throw <laughs> it on there. Cody has none you got it you got oh yeah but you know what's funny is like uh off the record cody when you type that i was thinking vince gilligan and i was like you got anything offhand vince and i was like no i didn't like really even talk to vince gilligan. <laughs> but uh vince gilligan doesn't look at all like you would think he would look
1: he you know i mean i've seen him many many times at this point and no no yeah, nobody does I man don't. do do you guys uh vince and cody do we look like you thought we would look have you seen us before that's a good question
0: yeah we try to hide our faces (laughs) so So cody and cody and vince thanks for hanging out with us man it's been like 45 minutes of us uh yeah it's been uh 45 minutes of us just BSing. So that's cool that you're hanging out. And actually, maybe we do better with an audience because by this time, usually when Dave and I record, there's so many takes and retakes that it actually lasts a lot longer than it currently does. I usually cut, yeah, I usually end up cutting 10
1: to 15 minutes out. Uh, have you guys thought of doing an instant take podcast on Monday and then later do a more infirmed one with fan stuff?
0: Uh, kind of, kind of, kind of, well, last year, I don't know if you listened to the podcast, uh, the better call Saul podcast last year. Uh, but it it was a big deal because I think what helped us kind of gain some notoriety is the fact that Dave and I would record together and then Dave would drive an hour and a half home, stay up till three in the morning, edit it, send me a text message that would wake me up. And then I would post the episode just so we could be the first episode on iTunes and for iTunes subscribers. And then we got the advanced advanced screenings this year, and we're like, oh, okay, we can watch the episode the Wednesday after the previous episode, find a time to record, and then I can press publish Right as the credits start rolling, which is kind of like a loophole. I don't even know if I'm supposed to do that. And if they ever tell me to stop, I'll have to stop because I think technically I'm supposed to wait till the credits are over. But I always try to do it well, I did the, when we can. I did
1: the last one. I set the timer for like
0: 9.58. Nice. Nice. Okay, cool. So then it worked out. Uh, but we, we have thrown around the idea of maybe doing something like this like as we're watching the show so maybe next season we'll we'll switch it up a bit and uh maybe we'll record uh the actual podcast about the episode but then as we're watching the episode like folks can watch with us maybe we'll we'll try something like it's that we, we've talked That's about not a bad idea not
1: a <laughs> I was it's actually thinking maybe this is off the record about doing that for the Kimmy Schmidt maybe do a, yeah. a live record it as we watch it and then kind of like yeah. a, a play along kind of a thing like a riff yeah, tracks so or I, mystery science theater 3000 kind of thing but not nearly as funny
0: see right yeah exactly see the thing that's pretty that how me and dave do this is uh we we become a lot more efficient at, in at, at this in the past year and a half or so right dave i'd say we're yeah. we, we've got it we're pretty efficient with it now and uh but in many respects, we're way behind the times because I knew something like Blab was possible. Right. But it took it took the better part of like an hour and a half to figure out exactly how to do it. As you can see from like the Twitter feed, it kept saying Brian's on Blab. He's off Blab. Brian's on Blab because I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> but um, if people want it, totally, yeah, we'll we'll. I mean, why not? We'll do it from time to time. Hell, we might just do it sometimes for the hell of it, just like a surprise. A surprise. Uh, you know podcast just hang out with us why not
1: well I'm thinking also because yeah Vince is elaborating saying uh, more about the fan stuff you know uh it'd be cool to talk about things fans are thinking so maybe maybe um maybe we'll extend pop a little bit next season uh yeah and, and incorporate more of that into the preview of the prior we can do like the fan stuff um you know chat with our fans throughout the week and then like the first part of pop mm-hmm. can be fan stuff and then do our predictions at the end or something because Obviously we thought pop was gonna be nothing and nobody would ever listen to it, but people are listening to it. It's probably about maybe half the downloads of the actual show.
0: Right. Yeah. Something like that. So But then the one and then like the one time like four weeks ago, Dave and I was like, Nobody listens to this bullshit. Nobody's gonna care if we don't do preview with a prior. Right. And then sure as shit, like everybody starts emailing me where's preview with the prior? (laughs) So then I had to like whip one together. Um
1: Oh, I'm gonna answer uh code Okay.
0: When <laughs> when did you stop recording? Uh mine's at forty five, so only a couple minutes. Alright. So I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop my recording. Wait, I'm recording again. Okay.
1: Never mind. So to, I don't even know where it stopped, but whatever. So to answer Cody's question, how long do I think Mike's been being followed? I got the first idea when he had that the the most intimate conversation with Fran when he's talking about shoveling her snow or whatever, that's when I kind of got an idea in my head that Mike's being followed. Mm, so, um, but I was said, and I tweeted it earlier. Now we're going to get into Saul a little bit because we kept focusing on like, why does Nacho want to keep Mike alive or why are they saying don't shoot him because keep Mike alive? And there's no, somebody needs Hector alive. Whoever's stopping Mike from killing is killing, stopping him from killing Hector. I think it's
0: Gus gotcha okay um the other question what do you guys uh, what tv do you guys watch uh that's from vince uh me personally vince i i love cartoons like i seriously outside of a very outside of like better call saul and uh okay here's the thing the only real show i watch Wait, who, right who, now who's is, amanda i don't know hi amanda welcome to our oh we got, a, we got a fifth wheel here yeah hi amanda <laughs> welcome to our gab session so um hey, amanda. So the, uh, the only thing that I really watched that would be like an actual TV show would be Better Call Saul. Other than that, I'm, I'm all cartoons. Like, like I love animation. Uh, I think I've said it before. Like if I could ever be a voice on a cartoon, that'd just be like my biggest dream come true. Mm, yeah, love, you're,
1: You've always been the animation guy.
0: Yeah. Love, love cartoons. And I hate most TV. Uh, the only exception to that is, is, uh. For some reason I watch Big Bang Theory And I don't even think it's that great of a show Like I watch This it.
1: conversation is
0: over <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's I, I just watch it and I'm like uh, Okay yeah like I don't know why I watch this and I think I say that to my wife I have to watch every, it when I go week. to dinner
1: When I eat dinner with my mom And my stepdad I uh So once a, every couple of weeks Or once a week or so I gotta sit through an episode of Big Bang Theory
0: Yeah it's <sighs> It is what it is. It is what it is. So,
1: um, My personal preference, I'm obsessed with ESPN 30 for 30s and general documentaries, music documentaries, and comedies like 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, Portlandia, and Documentary Now is my new thing.
0: Yeah. Um, Vince says he watches Horace and Pete. I've heard about that, and I did like Louie on FX. I thought Louie was a pretty decent show, too. I so love like, his
1: stand-up, never saw
0: a show. So, like, here and there... I'll watch you know t v shows but uh for the for the most part like i like cartoons grab me, and I'll sit there and like like the thing about cartoons is like just because i'm I'm in love with it, I know how hard they are to make, and I'll sit there and watch like like it it amazes me in cartoons when Something that's not flash animated, which almost all cartoons are nowadays, but something that's hand animated does something as simple as like a hair flowing in the wind. Like the little touches and details and animation amaze me because it, I mean, that's, that's hard work, but, um, TV shows, I, I just don't really watch a lot of. Okay. You're done. All right, guys. So I'm just going to do an outro real quick and we'll hang out for a few more minutes. Okay. Okay. So, uh, do an outro for any of them. Dave sucks, so his computer broke down, so I guess it's just up to me to do the outro for the commercial. For those of you listening to Nothing Important, thank you so much for listening with us. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back in a couple weeks. We have all sorts of great interviews with all sorts of great people coming up. Uh, I think this is going to be the year where we get some really surprising, like super big name people. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Thanks to uh, Vince, Cody, and Amanda for hanging out with us. And if you're only listening on it's all good, man, thank you so much for being so awesome and affording us so many opportunities to do things that I would have never thought we got to do, and all that does is just drive uh, Dave and I to work harder for you guys to show you some appreciation. I want to thank Third City Sound, www.thirdcitysound.com, for uh, helping us out uh, with equipment and also the use of their space when Dave and I can get together in the same room and anybody that's even sponsored us over, remember we had the radio show not too long ago for about a month. So all those guys, it's just been absolutely awesome. So I guess we could consider this the end of season one of Dave and I's bullshit podcast. And, uh, season two will start in a couple weeks. Make sure to look for our unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt podcast, which is called day alive, Damn it, which should be starting up soon. And, uh, you can always find us on Twitter. And at Nothing Important it's all goodman.com at notimportantpc, PC at ISGM Podcast. And uh, just keep being awesome. And as Dave says, call us idiots, call us geniuses, whatever, I suck. <laughs> Be sure to follow Nothing Important online at Nothing Important Find us on iTunes, on Twitter at NotImportantPC, and you can also find us on Facebook. Nothing Important is recorded with help from Third City Sound in Joliet, Illinois. Thanks for being awesome.